Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to All Things Internet, a show where we talk about things we see on the internet that usually have to do with the internet, but we don't fact check or research most things. I lied. That's my old intro. (laughs) I don't fact check or research most things, but Emily fact checks and researches about 97% of the time. The other 3% is when she just gets very opinionated on things randomly. (laughs) Ah. Randomly? That's my whole personality. (laughs) Oh, goodness gracious. How you doing today, Emily? I'm good. How are you? That's a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> You're not doing well. No, I'm not. Because you're hungover. Because <laughs> it was your birthday yesterday. Your birthday yesterday. You had a birthday. How old are you now? I don't want to talk about it. She's 30. She's 30 years old. <laughs> she's 30 years old. Welcome to the club. This is the club. La, 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 la. Aye, aye, aye. Yeah, aye. I hate it. It's not <laughs> I want to go back to being, I uh, know, I want to go back to being 22 where I had like no care in the world. Well. Now I'm like bills. My back hurts. <laughs> I need to go pick up cream from Sophia. <laughs> it doesn't get easier. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> Listen, I was really scared to turn 30, and now I just do not care. I'm 31, and I'm literally, nothing has changed. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. I know, you're, li- you're actually living your best life now. And you're about to. Yeah. We're going to be 30, 30, and fly, 30, flirty, and thriving. That's the goal. There we go. <laughs> That's the goal. That's the I goal. I don't know how to flirt. You have to teach me how to flirt at some point. I don't know how to do that. I don't know. Yeah, I fake it till I I'm make just it. like. Hi, would you like to know random animal facts? It works sometimes. I <laughs> it does work. I don't I don't know if I flirted well with my girlfriend, but I got her. <laughs> you got her. I don't think you need to be a master flirter because then people don't trust you. I uh, it's okay. It's taking everything in me right now not to make an inappropriate joke. But yes, <laughs> I don't need to be a master flirter. She so. is 30 but not mature. <laughs> Nope, never. I don't know if that'll ever sink in. Nah, ever. I don't think it's any, too boring. I don't think anyone's actually mature. Yeah, they're just boring. Yeah, right. There's no, yeah. there's no maturity. Mature is snooze. Mature is like I'm able to have a productive conversation and like I'm able to control my emotions. That's mature. Yeah, mature. I'm always gonna make a penis joke. Always. That's just having. If it's there, I'm gonna make it. That's just a sense of humor. That's not immature. Making jokes, argue otherwise. making jokes at another person's expense, or that's yeah. immature. Yeah, that's not humor. That's 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 cheap humor. There you go. There you go. Yeah. All right. Hi. Welcome. Hi. I'm just rambling. <laughs> I like it. I need this right now. I have energy today. Yes. Sorry, my dog's being annoying again. Oh, I didn't hear her. Oh, good. Good. That makes one of us. <laughs> oh all right emily what do you got Mm -hmm. for us today tell me i want to hear all right so 
literally what happened this week literally literally where's the the drama where's the pizzazz where's the dedication why is no one messing up how dare you bore emily how dare you be on your best behavior this week what are we all mature i need content okay literally i was telling um i was telling my like uh, I, I have a virtual assisting company and uh, one of my clients called this morning and I had to be like, hey, I really can't talk. Like, I'm freaking out. I'm recording this podcast later. Like, nothing happened this week. I, I need to dig around. And he was like, you know that TikTok audio that's like, what if you just call up Taylor? And you know what I'm talking about? Where, where Chris Kardashian is like, what would happen if you were to just call up Taylor? And people are using it where, where like their moms are like, like someone's applying to Juilliard and oh like, I've seen this yeah 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 that's basically what my client did like he was just like why don't you just get on Twitter and tweet some trash at Rob Kardashian and start some drama I was like yes he one he would definitely see that and two he would definitely respond <laughs> he just like thought it he was so innocent he, just get on Twitter <laughs> and tweet at Dwayne the Rock Johnson be the drama am I the drama yeah. am I the drama so anyway, I had to go digging. Um, I mean, we still got news stories. It's just like nothing, nothing meaty, you know? Did we find any positive moments? Oh, we did. Can we have some of those? We can. That is, you want me to save that for last? Yes. Okay. All right. So we're going to start off. There's an update with Elon Musk and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, so he officially confirmed uh, via press that uh, he would reverse Twitter's permaban on Donald Trump if his bid to buy Twitter goes through um, because Trump was permanently banned from using Twitter back in January of 2021 yeah. after Twitter found his posts to be inciting violence. Yes. And Elon said he would be reversing that decision if he does buy the company because he thinks it was a mistake. Interesting. A mistake? No. A mistake. Okay. No. Um, <laughs> but we, we don't know if this is actually going to happen because on, yes, well, on May 13th, um, Musk said that his Twitter deal is on temporary hold until he can verify the number of spam bots and fake accounts on Twitter and make sure that they're really less than 5%. I think he's realizing mm-hmm. that people don't want him to buy Twitter. And uh, my friend hung out with a Twitter employee the other day and asked about the Elon Musk thing. And you go, and <gasps> Inside scoop. Inside scoop. Inside, inside scoop! <laughs> And they're like, oh, yeah, once we get to cash in on our stocks, because he, once he sells it, they can all cash in on their stocks, then everyone's oh. quitting. <gasps> yeah. They're like, yeah, because, everyone because in they, the company they is think, quitting. Because they hate that this is, like, happening and they think yeah. it's wrong? Yeah, because they hate Elon Musk and they their company is going to just explode. Twitter is going to, like, be terrible. And it's going to be another – it's basically going to be, like, one giant male podcast. Just Joe Rogan. Just Joe Rogan on Twitter. Wow. So yeah, all the employees are like, we can't like strike it or anything, but he, we all have stock in the company because you get get stock when you're like one of the employees. And then once it sells, they're all going to cash in and then bounce. Wow. So yeah, I was trying, I was digging around and trying to find a reason that he's doing this because I was like, 
why does it matter if there's like 5.5% of the users are spam bots? Like, what does that matter to him in the grand scheme of things? Um, and I've come to the conclusion that he doesn't actually care about the bots. No. That um, I think, allegedly, he's trying to use this as a tactic to get Twitter to lower the price of the buyout. Or he's trying to, like, squash the deal altogether and find an excuse to do so because the share prices for Twitter plummeted over the week. Yeah. And so now it's and like he not has as to buy. He has to buy at the originally quoted price. Yeah. So he yep. can't go, well, your, your stock is falling. I'm buying it for cheaper. No. In the original contract, it says he has to buy for the stock price that he, at that moment when he offered. Right. Right. So I think, I think he's trying to back out and, and literally he's grasping at any excuse he can because he said, I was a little confused by it, but he said, um, his quote was, there is a threat they pose when talking about the, the spam bots. He said, there's a threat they pose to the company's business model. Secondly, there is their potential to under undermine the credibility of the platform as a site of authentic discord between real users. Because he went, he like he went on to say that Twitter generates the vast majority of its revenue through advertising to users on the platform, and if a big majority, and a big majority being five percent or more, or I'm sorry, five point one percent or more, he said he's fine if it's five percent or less. But if five percent or more um, are spam and and Twitter bots, then he says like they're not getting their money's worth with the ad revenue because it, the the bots are messing up the algorithm and the ads are being sent to the bots. I don't know. It, he's grasping at straws here yes for sure uh, that's that's just so. a delaying tactic right um so yeah. we'll find out later what happens yeah um, but the employees did uh that my friend talked to said they don't they're scared that he's going to put in the contract that they can't uh cash in on their stocks unless they stay with the company another two years after he's bought how's that legal well anything's legal as long as you can find a loophole <laughs> well don't sign it like like if he fires them, don't they still get to cash in on their stocks? Not, also, how would you fire? They, uh, what it, how, I think is what it is is they could leave and cash out on the stocks at the stock market price it prices oh. or at the if they wait like two years. This is all hypothetical, allegedly. Mm. Um, if allegedly. they wait the two years, then the price in which he quoted when he sold when he sold Twitter, like that's the difference I think. But got it. This is all allegedly okay. hypothetical inside scoop. Right. My source is a fun little story. A fun little, just a what if, a fun little what if. Oh my God. I have to tell you the funniest freaking thing that happened that totally has to do with this. Okay. Um, Okay. So (laughs) my mom, I know she's going to watch this, so do not be offended, mom. It was cute. Um, My mom watches everything that I put online, right? She is adorbs. Right. Biggest fan, loves watching it. So um, I'm currently living at my house until I move back to LA, uh, which is happening in Literally, I'm going to be there in two, like a little over two weeks, which is madness because I'm leaving in a little over two weeks. You're literally leaving the morning of the day that I'm getting there. I'm getting there at night. You're getting there in the morning. You're leaving in the morning. I'm getting there at night. I know. And then we have to wait a whole month to be together. I know, but I'll be in your house. So I'll send you house selfies. Yep. (laughs) Emily's house sitting for me. Yep. Um, so anyway, so I'm yeah at my parents' house and there's two desks downstairs in our family room and I work at one and my mom, you know, just kind of peruses after work on the other. And so she's sitting there and she's watching our episode where we originally talked about Elon Musk buying out Twitter. 
And uh, we get to the part where I was basically like, you know, he's corrupt, he exploits, he's evil, you know, where I'm just like yeah. trash talking Elon. As you do. And my mom goes, as one does. And my mom literally pauses the video and gasps. And I was like, yeah, because I, I was thinking she was gasping and not realizing like how awful of a person he was. And she and she gasped. And I was like, I know he's like a terrible guy. Right. And she goes, no, I almost said a bad word. Um, full seriousness. She turns on. She goes, Emily take this offline immediately <gasps> and I, I was like why and she goes he is one of the most powerful man men in the world Emily what if he sees this what if he comes for you this is not a joke Emily you don't talk bad about people with that much power and I was like mom I'm pretty sure Elon Musk is not gonna watch all things internet podcast and hire a hitman to come take me out. true but also stand up to the man <laughs> all right but just the amount of like oh it's cute like, that she thinks we're that popular and famous yes there that's what i was getting at it's very it cute, cute that she thinks that the episode did that well that it's going to make it onto his radar i mean if it does we've made it so so did she get me a can of pepper spray for my keychain that's, that's a secret i'll never tell <laughs> <laughs> in case elon comes for you honey <laughs> oh okay. i love it all right uh yeah that's a mother's love right there um all right Next news story, uh, we're having a massive formula shortage right now. And, oh, wait, no, I'm saving this because this is, I mean, it doesn't sound happy with what, how I God, just started. God, no, it doesn't it, at it, all. It, it turns positive. I'm going to save that one. God, this is so chaotic again. All right. Anyway, <laughs> um, Google just unveiled their language translating glasses. So they're high-tech smart glasses that translate languages in real time and it, it displays the translation on your lens can i buy this right now no it's only a prototype but uh and, and google gave no release date um but they said it's definitely coming i and, like, need they it showed, i need it for europe i know i know yeah i was thinking one this is going to be amazing for like overcoming language barriers like when you're traveling yeah. or if you move to a new country or just even within your own community if if you speak a different language yeah. like these will be great but also think about the deaf community <gasps> how incredible is that for them oh my god i didn't even think yeah that's yeah. really cool mm-hmm. so now if if you know a deaf person is is communicating with someone that doesn't know sign that person can just literally hold a regular, like not a regular, but like hold a speaking conversation with them and then it'll translate it for the deaf person right in front of them. That is so cool. Right? I didn't it's, think about that at all, which shame on me. I've been in, in the deaf community for a while, that my whole life. That is, ins that's genius. Right? Yeah. So hopefully they like get it out of prototype phase soon and, and get it into production. I can't even imagine how much they're going to charge for this. Oh, but like it's stupid amounts. Yeah. I wish they would make it accessible. Like, well, how much they're not going to, better? especially if someone needs it for a disability, all of things that are needed oh, for right. disabilities are that's a stupid expensive. I wonder, I wonder if insurance is going to pick this up. Like maybe insurance would cover some of it. If you're deaf, I, uh, maybe I, you'd have to have good insurance. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought that was really cool. And then um, First Lady Dr. Jill Biden made a surprise visit to Ukraine to meet with uh, Ukraine's First Lady, Olena Zelenska. And she has actually been in hiding and not seen in the public since Russia invaded Ukraine at the beginning of January. Oh, at the beginning of February. Um, and so, yeah, that was really cool. She, uh, Dr. Biden was kind of 
doing like a tour a tour is not a right word like she was she was visiting different areas around Europe and talking to the troops and and going to refugee camps and just kind of seeing where everything was and um, when she was asked why she was visiting specifically she said I thought it was important to show the Ukrainian people that this war has to stop and this war has been brutal and that the people of the United States stand with the people of Ukraine so I thought that was pretty cool okay yeah are we doing anything as a country like it's cool that Dr. Biden went but are we making steps to help at all I mean, we have sent troops over there, and we have sent supplies, and we have sent weapons, but not enough. We could be doing a lot more. Okay. But it's a it's a very complex situation where if we get involved, that could potentially, like, if we get even more involved, that could potentially lead into, like, war World with Russia war status, yeah, war with Russia. And it's, like, it's a very unique situation where there's a clear answer of what to do but it comes with a lot of complications attached to it and so i think that's why we're taking our sweet time not that it's right but it explains why we're doing it yeah so yes um and then we're going to talk about tana for a little bit tana mojo um tana mojo i haven't heard about her in a long time (laughs) i don't know if you know this but i met her one time because of me Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Anyway, no. <laughs> but yes, because of me. What do you mean, no? <laughs> yes, because of you. Oh my god, the amount of selfies I took you? with her. I in can't the take background. you anywhere. I can't take you, you anywhere. Can't take me anywhere. I literally can't take you anywhere. I didn't go up to her. I didn't ask. That's for worse. A picture. Going up and asking for a picture. You know what you should have done is, is, is treated her I, like a human being. I did. Remember, we had a conversation. I'm just saying I didn't initiate it. I wasn't a. a uh, I can't use that word. I wasn't a wild fan that just ran up and asked for pictures yeah, and talked. But you know, I waited until she, <laughs> but I waited till she approached me. Yeah, but also normal. you took pictures of her when she didn't know. <laughs> no, I was taking a selfie and she happened to be in the background. I, I can't take you anywhere. You're uninvited to JoJo's pride party. <gasps> no, don't say that. I will cry. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah um anyway all right so emily keeps being like can we have guests on the podcast i'm like who are you wanting to talk to (laughs) i don't know that's between me and god um (laughs) who's god (laughs) drew literally no one oh praise be unto her correct answer um all right so tana got in a bit of trouble this week after her latest podcast episode aired um because uh, her podcast is called Cancelled. She has guests on sometimes um, and interviews them. And she had OnlyFans star Stella Berry on the podcast and uh, was, like, asking her questions about her OnlyFans and about, you know, her career. And at the beginning of the episode, Stella claimed that she hooked up with her cousin for OnlyFans content. And- like her own cousin? Okay. Mm-hmm. And okay. uh, her her direct quote was, you get to see a real girl with her real cousin. And Tana followed that by calling her an inspiration to girls and said that she was empowering women with her direct quote saying, I think there's something super special about women who don't give an F. It's empowering. I'm here to do whatever I want to do. <clears throat> I'm not a fan of incest. I'm gonna go with no. And 
I, I genuinely don't know what more I can add to that. Mm-hmm. So I, it was- <laughs> I have different, as a woman, I have different types of people that are my inspirations. And I do believe your body, your choice. And I do believe in empowering women. I don't necessarily think I would ever agree that a woman having intercourse with her cousin would be a inspirational feminist move. I concur. Okay. It was later revealed that the girl that she was hooking up with was not related like was not blood related to her but it was still okay. her cousin mm-hmm. and then that that is better is it no nope. well i'm gonna no mm-hmm. listen no actual incest happened weird yes is it not because legally is it not incest well no Even wait like someone wait i i took that as like their moms are best friends and they grew up together and they call each other cousins but they're not that's how oh, i took no, that I th- I took it as she she actually is like I mean like legally her cousin they're just not blood related. Oh, like maybe like married in or like. Yeah, that. I mean, it could. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I like to avoid incest. <laughs> and same co- and complicating the family tree anymore. That's just my take yeah. on that. Um. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So don't worry, it gets better. Um, oh, good. So then, so then Stella went on to say that she had a relationship with a man experiencing homelessness at the shelter that she was working at. And she says, um, direct quote, it really helped that it's so taboo that you're not supposed to do this. Um, so not only was she allegedly taking advantage of a vulnerable person, uh, but it was against workplace policy. And Tana laughed at the whole thing. So. And then. Okay. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't have much to add to this. I'm just. My stance is We're trying is no. to tread lightly. My yeah. stance is no. Um, yeah. And then a bit further into the episode, Stella starts kind of talking about not really. Not exactly promoting, but like laughing about unsa- like unsafe sex practices. Oh, that's not and, okay. Yeah, and instead of Tana and her co-host stopping and being like, hey, we have like young and impressionable listeners that maybe this isn't the best thing to like be bragging about, they just once again laughed at it. So So here's um my professional thing. Um I get when you maybe are hosting someone, you never want to make them feel uncomfortable. You want them to have a good time. Um, But if it is not live, it can be edited. And so I can understand maybe um, hosts being like, oh, and not really knowing what to do with that. Some, a lot of people honestly can't think on their feet and their response is just laughter and been like, oh, later they'd be like, I should have corrected them. That's totally fine. But uh, it's not totally fine, but it's understandable. I have edited things out of podcasts. Yep. And like, I don't like to edit podcasts, but there's been times where I'm like that uh, we shouldn't have used that word. Sometimes I miss it, but like, so we shouldn't use that word. Maybe that, that topic, we, we didn't have the most educated take on it. Things do get cut out. Yeah. And that's 
something that should I think be done more well especially because she has a whole team yes so yeah so how did no one catch that but okay um and then after they got a bunch of backlash they posted a formal in quotes formal apology video but really they just joked about everyone being mad at them and tana said oh my god we were not trying to normalize incest lol so that was their apology so anyway um okay that's one way to handle that all right now for our positive it doesn't start positive but it has a positive spin oh the formula yes Yes, and I don't want anyone to think I'm taking this lightly because um, no. I follow a bunch of, like, parenting pages and, like, women empowerment and, like, you know, and just, like, um, I don't, like, activist pages, and it is horrific listening to these mothers that are, tra- or, like, just caregivers in general that are traveling miles and miles and miles and going to multiple stores and trying to find formula and are crying about how they're going to feed their baby and, like, it is terrible what's going on right now. Um, so not taking this lightly, just wanted to bring some some positivity to, uh, you know, what's going on. So there's a massive formula shortage right now, and there is a network of caregivers that are coming together and using social media to help other struggling caretakers figure out how to survive um, until the supply can be brought back up. So these influencers are using their platforms to connect parents who have extra formula or can purchase some in their area and send it to people that do not have formula. So, um, sorry, one sec. My dogs are barking. We're going to pause one second. Okay. Let's check to see if we have a sponsor for today. Sponsor, sponsor. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. (laughs) Um, Yes, so uh, they've kind of set up um, a social media networking system where um, parents can meet on these messaging boards and they can arrange shipping and they can give tips and tricks. They can all talk about like if if you're on a message board about your specific area, like uh, a caregiver can post on there like, hey, I found formula at this store. It's back in stock. So they've just created this entire like network to help out people, which is incredible. Yeah. And um, they're also creating infographics on how to find formula, which formula brands or types can be substituted for another, safety tips for accepting donations from other parents, and warning against misinformation. So, um, Is there anything yeah, we can do as pe- just non – is there anything we can do? No, I mean, it's just a huge supply chain shortage right now. Okay. So, I mean, we can boost these platforms. So maybe um, maybe what we could do is we could link it's – a, it's a lot on TikTok. We can link these these mothers' TikTok, TikToks. Okay. Um, and so if you want to go and be a part of those networks or uh, join a message board for your area, just go check out these creators and 
and you can find the links to all that stuff. So we'll put that in the bio. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's it for our news. Ta-da! Because, because there was no flavor this week. Hey, that's good. That means everyone was being a it good is. person. Set. They were behaving. Stand up. Stand up. What? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> All right. Well, then, ma'am, do we have a game for today? We do. Oh. Uh, so I wanted to do word association. Look have you played calf. this game before? I'm a cat. I'm trying to. I'm trying to check out them feet. <laughs> I got socks on. You can't see. I, I can't believe how out of hand this has gotten. No, I was going to ask. Did you see my TikTok today? Oh, I did. <laughs> I <laughs> made a joke a a while back. I don't even know why I made that. Oh, because I, I was trying to. I, I have convinced the internet that Emily is obsessed with my feet. I hate feet. I despise feet. They may, they gross me out. I don't care whose feet they are. Even my feet. I just don't like feet. But I was trying to get your attention on a live stream one time because I think you had said something about me during the live stream and you're like, yeah, I don't think Emily even watches these. And so then I was like, feet pics, feet pics, feet pics, feet pics. And I just kept sending it over and over and over again. But now it's gotten so out of hand that your fans are sending me pictures of your feet to my Instagram inbox. You're welcome. <laughs> How, how did we get here? Because I take things and run with them. I love it. Um, okay. So, yes, we're going to play word association. So, I'm going to say a word. And then you're going to blurt out without thinking. Thank God we can edit. The first word that comes to your mind. Got it. And it's all it's all internet Kay. themed. All right. You ready? Yeah. Internet. Me. <laughs> all right. And that's the game, folks. <laughs> Wow. Um, okay. <laughs> Was I wrong? There is no right or wrong. All right, you Tell ready? Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> you can't. All right, next one. Uh huh. Facebook. Vile. What? <laughs> mm hmm. All right, browser. Web. TikTok. Dance. Streaming. Alive. BuzzFeed. News. Twitter. Info. Hollywood. Bad. <laughs> I'm good at this. You are. Influencer. Person. YouTube. Old. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to sit there and tell me that I'm wrong? How can you tell me I'm wrong? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. All right. Username. Oh, bad. Sorry. I'm already... I got to keep getting off of this. <laughs> I thought Novaqua first, which is my first username. Wait, what was your first username? My YouTube channel is called Novaqua. Explain yourself immediately. How do you not know? Oh, Novaqua? Goodness gracious. Mia Moore. So... Mm. I started my YouTube channel back in like 07 because my brother, Christopher, his uh, comedy troupe or whatever from college posted a video on YouTube. And I, this was before YouTube was a, it was like I just launched or something like that. Yeah. And I was trying to watch the video, but I had to make an account with YouTube in order to watch the video. So I'm mm. sitting there. I'm, I don't know. 
15, 16 years old, and I'm just constantly plugging in my usernames that I normally use, I couldn't get anything to work. Like Rachel mm-hmm. Ballinger, Rachel, whatever, you know, and I was just like, what? I, I'm tired of trying, you know, after three times, my patience is gone. So I look up and there was a fishbowl cleaner on my desk and it said Novaqua on it. And I was like, okay. And I just typed that in. The, no. The <laughs> username was available, obviously. No. And then... I had that channel. And so I had that account. It wasn't even a channel. I had an account with YouTube. This was then you didn't even have to have an email address connected to your account. Right. Yeah. And then um, my sister wanted to put some family videos online and we just did it on my account or whatever. And then my sister's channel took off or started taking off. And we started putting stuff on my channel, like fun, normal stuff. Yeah. And then people like our channels were just kind of linked with each other. And it just kept going and I never changed. I tried to, I, for the life of me, I've tried to change it to YouTube <laughs> slash Rachel Ballinger and mm-hmm. rename it. But mm-hmm. if you just go to my links, Novaqua will it's... always be in the URL. No. Okay. Hold on. It it's is not that I don't believe you, but I just need to see it. <laughs> okay. Let's get into it. Your channel. She's, do you see it i don't know hold on no but let me but maybe i'm let me because i've i've changed it a thousand times i'm just gonna go and type rachel ballinger it's just a it's a series of random letters oh that's because hold on oh it's changed it it's rachel ballinger <gasps> it finally yeah. changed hold on just type in novaqua see what happens i show up Oh, I see it. I see it. I see it. Yeah. When I typed in Rachel Ballinger YouTube on Google, the first thing that pops up is youtube.com user slash Novaqua. Yep. There I am. Wow. Thank God that I didn't try and like make that my internet name. It sounds like a a streamer's name. Yeah, it does. It totally could have been, but then no, I like my name. Okay. I love it. All right. I have four more for you you ready yep hold on let me clear my mind okay dark web porn myspace old upload fast icon me (laughs) no (laughs) how are you gonna start and end this game with me oh (laughs) my god you amaze me (laughs) all right that's it for our game you're cut off all right before we go to questions let's check to see if we have one more sponsor for today sponsor sponsor all right what are you ready hit me with some questions starting off strong all right what's what's the weirdest thing in your closet um See, the thing is, Abby makes me... Um, Did we already do this one? No. The okay. weirdest thing right. that's ever been in my closet was me. But... <laughs> Fair enough. Ab- my girlfriend, Abby, makes me like... That doesn't make me. But really likes to not have clutter. And when things get old or we don't need them, we give them away. So there right. isn't much weirdness, I'd say, in my closet. Um, no. Like, they're literally... I don't think I have anything weird. Okay. I'm trying to think. Nope. I'll. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. What do you got? 
Um, when I saw this question came in, well, because I'm in my childhood room. Oh, so that's different. Which has never been, right, this has never been, like, cleaned out. It's, it's perfectly preserved. Um, I went in my closet because I was like, I am curious. I found a bunch of my old diaries that have the cringiest entries in them I have ever seen. And I found a little baggie. It was in an envelope, open, and it was labeled Tiger, which is my old cat's name. And, uh, and there was a little baggie inside, and I pulled the baggie out and had a clump of his fur in it. No, stop. Stop. Inappropriate. Inappropriate. <laughs> just here's Tiger. Inappropriate. What if, what if I just had it sitting right here and I was like, say hi? <laughs> Have you? Okay, I've gone through my old journals before. I had <laughs> journals in high school that I burned as a symbolic performative measure. I was by myself okay. and I just wanted to be like, this is what I must it was all I, it's okay very it's dramatic right. and I'm right. so mad I burned them I am so <laughs> upset that I burned those journals but then in college I kept a bunch of journals for my best friend and because she was we didn't talk every day and we barely had time oh. to talk she's like just write everything down so I wrote so her cute. these journals um and I've gone back and read them the internalized misogyny was unmatched. This wow. I was going to a Christian university thinking yeah. I was straight. And yeah. I the internalized misogyny, I was like, whoa, this is not okay. I like I'm ashamed of who I was. And I'm like, I well, wish you- I could read these stories, but then I'd constantly have to be apologizing every sentence. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I mean, I think a more positive thing is you should be um, excited about your growth. Oh, you should be happy. I'm so excited. But then also that's why I'm like when people make mistakes or s- stuff surfaces yeah. of like from 10 years ago, I was like, listen, I get it. Like I, I believe people can change because I'm a complete. Yeah. I wasn't a bad person, but I would just say yeah. things like the things I would say. I was just like, whoa, get a grip, you just, Ballinger. You, you spew what you're taught, whether that yes. be through family or friends or like environment. You just constantly spew and spew and spew and you repeat and just, you know, whatever, until you're to the age where you understand or in, even to the mind mentality where you understand that you need to educate yourself and yeah. break down that thinking and restructure everything, yes. which didn't happen for me until I was 21 and in college. And I took my first feminism in women and gender studies course and it blew my mind the things that I thought were correct yeah and so yeah. I, I had to do that I had to completely break down everything and be like no this was this was wrong and then rebuild like yeah how my brain and so and much of things. it is who you hang out with because I remember yeah. all of my friends thought that way and yeah everyone was around thought that way and so why would I think any different Right, exactly. Until yeah. I got away from it, and I was like, "Oh no, <laughs> that's a no for me, dog." Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I'll let you read my journals. Oh, thank God! Maybe at some point we could do an uncensored episode where we just read old gen- journal entries because we could. We could. It's it's good. It's <laughs> that's it's. Oh, I will have to do a massive disclaimer. It'll be like this is yeah. how clearly how I've grown as a person. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, All right. right. You got another question? I do. All right. Uh, I took this in the funny sense. So I can go first if you need a minute to think. But what what is something you learned super late in life but you should have known sooner? That I'm gay. And 
Well, obviously. <laughs> um, <laughs> mine, it's so embarrassing. Are you ready? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go. It's so embarrassing. Love this. I didn't figure this out until I was maybe hmm, like 19. I thought when you took your money like cash, I thought when you took your cash to a bank and you handed it to the teller, I thought each person that was a member of that bank had an individual mini vault where they would put your cash that you handed them into it. Like, you know, there's like safety deposit boxes yeah. that are like this big. I literally thought I handed her my cash. Okay, now she's going to walk to the back, unlock my little box and put my cash in there and lock it back up. Emily, that's too old to think this. I know. Mm-hmm. That's I also, too old. I, in the same year, not in the, no, okay, let me rewind. I was maybe like mm, 13 or 14 before I realized that faxing something, it didn't send the actual paper through a system, that it scanned the paper and then rescanned it. I, what was that? Did I literally just think we were like living on top of a series of like underground tubes that were like <laughs> breezing papers off to people across the country? Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, it's bad. I mean, I thought dragons were real until I was in my early 20s. Uh, proof that they're not. Tell me I'm Someone, wrong. You can't. Tell me I'm wrong. Guess you what? Can't. That was the line that got my girlfriend to reach out to me. There you go. I mean, she would have reached out to me no matter what I said, but that's what she commented on on my Hinge profile. <laughs> yeah, you have to give something like interesting on your profiles that people can talk to you about. Yeah, don't like, be give, give a talking point. Yeah, guess yeah. what? We all like long beach, long suns, long walks on the beach during sunset. <laughs> I couldn't get that out because I was so disgusted by it. You gotta give them yeah. some some meat, something mm-hmm. to respond to. Mine was, right. I up until last year, I thought dragons were real. What squashed that belief for you? I went to Scotland and Ireland and soon realized that was never true. And when this I is why I, people should travel the world. <laughs> to prove that dragons aren't real. Ta-da! Yeah. Right. I, I know that there are things that I found out later in life, way later than I should have. Oh. If you give me, if you give me a day. Okay. If, we can revisit this next podcast. I'm we gonna, can re-ask okay, this, this week, I'm going to try and remember and write them down as I think of them. And I'll, because this right. is a good question. It is. I know, right? Oh, do you want to know one more? Yeah. I didn't realize that Christopher Columbus didn't actually step foot onto the continental U.S. Like, like, like Virginia. Like, I thought he was like stepped foot on Florida. Oh, yeah. Same. But it was like down farther. Yeah. I want to say it was the Bahamas. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to confidently say but that. That's, History major. But see, but see, that isn't your fault. And that's just, that's not like duh that is america teaching you incorrectly for the benefit of the white man also i would like to acknowledge that i understand the bahamas are part of the u.s now but i mean like i thought he stepped on florida you were thinking when columbus sailed the ocean blue he pulled his ship right up to disney world and hopped off exactly (laughs) yes right that's what i was thinking too yeah i got you i got you i'm gonna didn't know that until college I don't think I knew that until after college. You're like five seconds ago. <laughs> I don't. Oh, I did take a history class in college. It was like the Roman Empire or something like that. I didn't Ugh, take any American history classes. It was either God or Romans for some reason. Those were my options. Well, 
How fun. I learned so much. Anyway, yep. I think that's all the time we have for today, but I will truly try to write down anything yeah. that I was like, I did learn that too late in life. Yeah, and we had a bunch of questions. I I posted on the our our ATI Instagram page and asked what questions because we're we're running low. I had a little a little storage storage uh-huh. going back questions and we're back. There we go. And we're running low, and so I posted that, and we had a bunch of really good ones come in, and so we'll we'll make sure to get to those starting next episode. Sounds perfect. All right. Well, thank you for joining me today, Emily, and you are welcome for me joining you. Me, <laughs> me, <laughs> me. I can't give you the the title of the episode. Me. me. Period. <laughs> all right. I love you. You have anything else, Dad? No, I just I love you all so much. All right, and we will see you next week here on All Things Internet. I is there an outro? Oh, what? Um, just forewarning. Um, I start my cross country road trip next week, and so we're gonna we're gonna get into it in that hotel room. So. <laughs> We already have a plan. Don't even worry about it. We have a plan. All yes. Right. And then we'll we'll officially be in person starting in July. Whoop whoop. Okay. I love you guys. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Love you. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of All Things Internet. Please make sure to like and follow our podcast on whichever platform you're currently listening to it on. And make sure to follow us at Podcast ATI on Twitter where you can ask questions and get the latest updates on our show. We love you. Thanks for listening. I'm Rachel Ballinger, and this has been All Things Internet. Hi, my name is Jenny Owen-Youngs. And I am Kristen Russo. And together, we run Buffering, a rewatch adventure, a family of podcasts moving through our favorite 90s genre television. If you're a fan of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, well, great news for you. Our very first podcast adventure took us through all seven seasons of the series. We covered it spoiler-free, episode by episode. For those of you who want to start the show for the first time, you can find that podcast pretty easily. It's called Buffering the Vampire Slayer. Inside that podcast, you'll also find an original song that pairs with each glorious episode of Buffy and original character jingles for so many of our Buffy favorites. Buffering has been praised in places like Time, Esquire, Paste Magazine, and the New York Times, and we've chatted with dozens of cast members, writers, directors, and fans along the way. Come hang out and rewatch some of your favorite television with us and a wonderful community of listeners. Learn more at BufferingCast.com or find us on socials at BufferingCast.